Hello, dear friends, and welcome to the It Is Well podcast. I am your host, Danny Hardy, and I'm honored to be back here with you and just so thankful that you're tuning in for a listen today. I pray that no matter where you are or what you're facing, we can exhale collectively and find the space to say, It Is Well. I will admit that it has been much longer getting back into this space than I planned or anticipated, but that's just the way life goes sometimes, right? Sometimes we enter into seasons that unintentionally become the busiest, most chaotic, and most interruptive seasons that we never even see coming. Oh, on the last episode of the podcast, I shared with you that I was going to be retreating for the summer with my people and leaning into prayer with God about the direction of this ministry. (laughs) And don't you know that when you set aside time and space to lean into God, there is an enemy of our souls who seeks to destroy all of our peace, all of our calm, and create calamity at every turn. But the good news is, even though he can knock us down, he can't take us out. Mm. Unfortunately, I did not enter this last season as ready for the battles that would arise as I should have. My guard was down in many ways, and I allowed frustration and aggravation to be my posture when my plans, hello, my plans were continually disrupted or just halted altogether. I allowed my plans of retreat and the prep work that I was going to accomplish, there you hear it again, that I, to sometimes supersede the very thing that God was doing in my life. And then I became frustrated when things didn't unfold like I wanted. But God always has a plan. There he is. God always has a plan, and for that, I'm enormously grateful. Through this season of interruptions and unforeseen chaos and unexpected turns, I'm learning how to abide. I am learning how to combat my instinct of fight or flight, and I'm learning to simply stay with the Lord. I'm learning how to dance in the middle with the lover of my soul. I'm learning to focus less on the goal and more on what is happening right in front of me. I'm learning that the treasured journey I'm on is just as significant as the destination towards which I'm heading. It's been a quiet few months for me, but there have been so many unseen things happening in the inner workings of my soul. And I imagine We all have seasons like this in our relationship with the Lord, right? There are seasons where we are boisterous and bold in our communication about the Lord. And then there are quiet seasons where we're listening more, talking less, and simply trying to keep calm and stay with the Father. Considering that the earth follows a similar pattern and we have the same Creator, I think it's an intentional rhythm that God has designed. See, I am energized and excited about the fact that there will be seasons of life that yield great fruit, like the trees of spring and summer. And I'm accepting that there will be seasons of loss 
and the shaking away of dead things like the autumn trees we're seeing now. And I'm learning that there will be quiet seasons of our souls where, like the branches of a winter tree, we appear to be fruitless, but really we're just storing up the power and strength and nourishment to bear new and beautiful fruit at the proper time. What a gorgeous pattern. Y'all, I often look to nature for insight because I just believe that God has hidden magnificent wisdom in His creation for us to uncover as we slow down to notice. The mystery of nature and its cycles grant light to our confusion when we realize that we're created by the same Master, and therefore we are not exempt from the rhythms that He designed. I've been hanging out a lot lately in John 15. And in that scripture, we see Jesus talking to his disciples about the vine and the branches. And he says to them in verses 1 through 5, I am the true vine and my father is the gardener. He cuts off every branch in me that bears no fruit, while every branch that does bear fruit he prunes so that it will be even more fruitful. You are already clean because of the word I have spoken to you. Remain in me as I also remain in you. No branch can bear fruit by itself. It must remain in the vine. Neither can you bear fruit unless you remain in me. I am the vine. You are the branches. If you remain in me and I in you, you will bear much fruit. Apart from me, you can do nothing. Y'all, as I entered into the summer season, I had big plans, big plans of what I was going to accomplish for the Lord, blogs I was going to write, guests I was going to interview for the podcast, new products and content that I was going to create. But very little of that is what God had in mind. And very little of those things actually got done. That's hard for my um, performer self to admit (laughs) that I didn't get all of the things accomplished that were on my to-do list. But what was accomplished was so much better. See, every time that I set out to accomplish something this summer, I was met with distractions, interruptions, and chaos like... Y'all, for real, all the mamas out there, can you just listen up to this for a minute? Is there really some sort of sensor attached to our computers? Like when I pick up my computer, my child wakes up from her nap. It just, it's inevitable. It happens every time. Or I go to open up my Bible. She needs my help in the bathroom. Like she's been fine the whole morning. And then as soon as I sit down to do anything, suddenly I'm needed in every way. Anybody else? (laughs) I mean, really, I'm not exaggerating. And I know the mamas and the daddies out there, come on, because you guys are like hands-on folks too. I'm not exaggerating. And you all know that. Um, It's just how it is. And it's how it was. And it's how it still is in part at every single turn. But really, I'm learning. And it's hard for my Enneagram self. I'm a number three on the Enneagram. 
Um, it's hard, but I'm learning that God is less concerned with what resources I produce, and He's more concerned with what He is producing inside of me. I'm learning, often against my stubborn will, that I'm not on a journey of earning God's love or His approval or even making Him proud, and that one's real hard for me. Because I have to remember that He already has all of those affections towards me. So I'm really trying to allow the deep truth of abiding in Him to really take root in my heart. I'm allowing the satisfaction of staying with Him to be my focus. I'm accepting the fact that my life is less about creating something and more about becoming who He has created me to be. But notice, friends, that I say I'm learning, accepting, and realizing because it's a continual process. I have not yet learned or fully accepted or totally realized because I'm not done and He's not done with me. The work is not over. It is an everyday process of surrendering my plans and my desires, and that's hard, to simply stay connected to my Jesus and be tended to by the able care of my Father. And y'all, as I think about this idea of staying with the Lord, I am reminded of one of my parents' least favorite stories from my childhood. (laughs) But I'm totally going to share it here anyway. They'll probably be a bit embarrassed, but hey, it's all good. Um, (laughs) At least I hope so. Um, One day when I was in sixth grade, I stayed after school for a student council meeting. And after the meeting let out, I went outside to wait for my parents to pick me up. You know, I waited for a little bit. No parents. A few of my friends left, and their parents offered to take me home, but I declined. See, my mom and dad taught me from an early age that if I ever got lost, I should just stay where I was so that they could retrace their steps and find me. So that day, as I declined a ride from all of my friends, and multiple rides from my teachers, I really began to question whether or not I was making the right choice. (laughs) Yeah, the sun started to go down, and I was still sitting at the school, waiting on my mom and dad. It was a little cold, and it actually started raining while I was waiting. So I found a little doorway nook on the side of the school with a light And that's where I camped out for a bit. Y'all, I was scared. I was 11 years old and literally was the last person on the campus. Not a major parenting win for my folks here. (laughs) But then a little while later, my dad pulled up with the most apologetic look on his face that I have ever seen So, like, I sort of felt sadder for him than I did for myself. (laughs) But it, it just turns out that my parents miscommunicated like parents do sometimes, right? Dad thought mom was picking me up and mom thought dad was picking me up and I was sitting at the school. There were all sorts of opportunities for me to leave that day, but I decided to stay. 
so that when mom and dad came, I would be there and they wouldn't have to search for me. Now, I didn't know that they had miscommunicated, but I knew that they would come for me. So I trusted that I could just stay and they would be there. This memory resonates with me and the idea of abiding in the Lord or staying in the Lord. See, as a child, I stayed where I was because I trusted that my parents would come for me. And now, as a follower of Jesus, I must choose to stay with and in the Lord because I trust that my staying in Him is the only way that I can bear fruit. So friends, we must choose to stay with the Lord instead of believing that we can bear fruit on our own. We live in a self-reliant, do-it-yourself kind of world. So the idea of being totally dependent on God seems incredibly foreign. But truth is, there are many things we can do by ourselves, but we can't do them on our own forever. We will grow weary when we are seeking to bear fruit on our own. Our bodies grow weak and our souls grow faint under the weight of it all because it's a weight we were never meant to bear. Like, who among us doesn't want to bear the fruits of the Spirit, right? We all do. We want our lives to overflow with love and joy and peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, and self-control. And the only way for that to happen, friends, is for us to abide. Abide in and stay with the Lord. So can we resolve today to simply stay with the Lord no matter what comes our way? When the diagnosis comes and we want to run away, let us stay in the Lord. When relationships are hard and we want to fight and be right, let us stay in the Lord. When the questions arise more than the answers and we want to faint under the weight, let us stay in the Lord. When the kids are loud, hello somebody, and the car breaks down and the homework is unending and the bills stack up and we want to erupt, let us stay in the Lord. When the sun sets and the rain starts and we are curled up in the corner of a doorway, let us stay in the Lord because He is faithful to be with us and for us through all of life's circumstances. May we be among the people who choose to abide in and stay with the Lord no matter what comes our way. The distractions and interruptions of life might just be an invitation to dance with God right in the middle of the mess and simply stay right where we are with the very lover of our souls. Don't misinterpret a distraction as an interruption because maybe it's an invitation. As we continually choose to remain in Him and be held by Him, we will see the evidence of our connection to Him by the fruit that is born into our lives. 
Friends, I encourage you this week to abide in the Lord with complete dependence on Him in every single circumstance that arises. In each moment where your instinct wants to fight or flight, choose instead to abide. Friends, I will continue to add content to the blog at dannyhardy.com, and I would love for you to check that out. My heart is embedded there so much in my writing, and I would love for you to get a glimpse of what God is continually doing in me because I pray that it stirs up something new that He's doing in you. On the next episode of the It Is Well podcast, I will be hosting one of my new friends in ministry who is a joy to my heart and a teacher for my soul. You do not want to miss my interview with her. So make plans to join me again as we continue to dive into the well that God is for us and the wellness that God has for us. I'm so glad to be back on this journey, and I can't wait to chat with you again. I'll talk to you soon. If you are encouraged by today's podcast and believe it will be uplifting to others, then be sure to rate it and hit subscribe on iTunes, Spotify, or wherever you stream your podcast. And thanks for listening.